Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Okay, Dana, it's time again for you and I and all of our listeners to kick some ADHD. Bam! Bam! I like it when we kick the ADHD. I do not like paying taxes, though. Oh, I don't like paying the ADHD tax. I really, okay, I have a love-hate relationship with regular taxes, too, but that's a I get weird about that. Well, I mean, fair enough. I mean, it means you're making money. I get that. So that's good. Let's talk about that some other time or not at all. Okay. But that's okay. Okay. We can do it whatever you want, actually. But yes, there are ADHD taxes, which we've discussed in previous episodes. Yeah. uh, The last time we discussed it was episode (laughs) 57.5. That's right. Remember that week? We had a half episode. (laughs) We had a snafu. (laughs) It was a full length episode. It was just numbered as 57 and a half because it had to fit between... 56 and well no 57 and 50 never mind I, I can math and never mind and that was last july it was in july yeah and and we re-ran that was actually a rerun because that was episode i don't know five or something early. it was early anyway yeah we digress people don't give a rip but it's if you want to go if you want to find out about what our full-on episode just on the adhd tax that's where you can find it but let's do a little bit of a brief talk about what we mean by ADHD tax? Yes, it's completely involuntary and it's imposed on you by the universe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it means that with ADHD we often pay extra for things because of our ADHD. Yes, we do. Uh, and I mean, we've talked about this before, late fees. Um, shoot, just the cost of medication, having to see a do- I have to see a doctor in the United States every three months, whether I need to see the doctor or not, because I'm on a Schedule 2 substance. Right. Anyway, we don't want to get lo- up off right. on this one Fair right enough. now. David, right. that's not what True. we're focused on. Today, we're focused on a big ADHD tax, which is under-earning. Yeah, and I had not thought about this as a tax. And you mentioned this oh, in one man. of our conversations recently, and it's like, you know, we do under-earn kind of systemic systemically right there's there actually are studies oh. on this and they can be really depressing um i'm not reciting studies because i don't like to think it's like nah, 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 i don't want to think about it um anyway we do try to be positive here on kick some adhd podcast however sometimes we gotta look at the underbelly of adhd because when we shine lights on things we can start to change it so oh. that's what we're talking about. But there are many studies out there about under-earning, about how ADHD affects lifetime income. It's interesting be- because I've I've not seen the study. So now I'm going to, not now, of course, but like after this episode, Thank I'll you. be, you know, off uh, down a squirrel trail um, reading, reading studies. But I, I have read books from, 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 professionals who deal with ADHD who, who who say often people with ADHD with because of our talents and our creativity we belong 
in usually higher level roles, but corporate mm-hmm. America, let's say, doesn't ever promote us that far because okay. we can't get through all of the bull crap at the bottom that, you know, is required. Yeah. And so consequently, that's why I, the, the data that I saw was something like we're three, three, to, three times more likely to own a business than we are to have a job, you know, for some working mm-hmm. for someone else. Partly for this reason, I mean, for, for this very reason, we can't we can't seem to get through the the crap that causes us to get promoted, you know. Yeah. Long, you know. Yeah. We, we got to stay at something long enough to end up in the upper echelons where our talents are best used, and that's hard to do. That's not that's that's difficult. Exactly, it can be difficult, David. Now we're also we're not saying everybody with ADHD under earns. All right, that's because I I know some people who do fine. So this isn't an everybody thing this is a tendency a trait right if it's traits the right word okay yeah yeah and so and i've obviously dived into a specific you know scenario which was probably premature for this episode but uh, the point is that often we do under yeah yeah (laughs) yeah okay so and this is one of the things that i think is one of the saddest things about ADHD and there's some sad things about ADHD but this one I think is up there because not under earning is has a huge impact on your family on your life on your self-esteem on your retirement future you know it's a it's a it's a big thing it's a big thing yeah it really is it really is. I think about yeah. loss of choice. You know, one of the things that having disposable income in your life does is it gives you freedom and the ability to like just even taking regular vacations and things like that where you can mm-hmm. recharge and rest and recuperate and stuff. And a lot of times, not just for income reasons, but, you know, income is a factor. We don't tend to do those things as much as maybe would be beneficial for us. Yeah. Yeah. Or we do it and we're worried about it or putting it getting more debt or or right. whatever um anyway you don't have to under earn okay good to know okay because i've gone from under earning for many years to earning actually lovely amount of money nice. more than enough however and how did i do that by learning the things we're talking about on the podcast by changing habits and learning skills and and starting to work in an area where my gifts are are the the main driver by getting support for the things that I'm not good at doing. You know, it's really, it's been this gradual life change over the years that I've been working on my ADHD. And basically what happened is I, you know, well, we've talked about this. I just got really so- tired of the struggle. I got tired of the under earning and, and shifted. Yeah. And gradually. I, think, I think that's one of those points that sometimes we hit in our lives where we're just like you know what i'm not going to tolerate this anymore right and then it becomes something that finds its way to the front burner to fix you know but but it's it's not realistic for us to start with hey i'm gonna fix my income when i still have unmanaged adhd and symptoms are out of control or whatever because we're just exactly we're gonna have a hard time if we do that exactly and i also want people to realize i am no more special than you are I did this, worked hard at it, but I got it done because it was small bits over time without shame, without guilt, and it was just moving mm. forward, all right? Because I know some people just say, oh, well, she's special, she's blah, blah, blah. No, I am not. I just was. I just had the ability to do it, and that's what we're teaching you here. 
Yeah, and so we all have unique gifts and talents and abilities and things. And so you're not you're not saying, hey, just do what I did and create a business that does X, Y, Z or whatever. That's ridiculous. This is not a get no. rich quick scheme. This is not a, you know, buy my simple formula for success with ADHD. This is, <laughs> this is a process we, that works, but it and is. And we each have to approach it in the way that works for us, looking at the pieces that slow us down the most. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, re, you know, refer to all of the other episodes of Kicks, <laughs> you know, because we've See talked above. about, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. See above. See previous episodes <laughs> for details. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So okay. this so is, David, yeah. what, yeah, what I want to do today is just talk about what influences ADHD under earning. And I, I've broken it down into three areas. Okay. Yeah. And so it's, we're not coming up with solutions today. It, this is an awareness episode. It's all okay. It's awareness. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts, questions? I'm, I'm aware of my own under earning. Does that, uh, so do yeah. I have a head start? <laughs> you have a head start. And here's the thing that I've seen with my under earning is it, I'm not doing that anymore, which is lovely. However, long term impact. On my life and my family, my ability to retire, you know, all the choices that Scott and I have going into our older age, it's huge. It still is huge. Right. It's 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 almost like you have to over earn an excessive amount to catch up if yeah. you if you were trying to catch up. But like where maybe right. somebody that didn't deal with these issues might have steadily been contributing to a 401k with their ridiculous excess income for, you know, 30 years and then they'd be way ahead. If we right. were, if we were in a race, we're not in a race, but at the we same are time, not in a race, but we do yeah. want to end so, up at a place that we, you know, we want to be who we want to be and we want to have the life we want to have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So what influences ADHD under earning the three choices? The first one I'm looking at, I call it life choices. I wasn't sure what to call this one, but I'm calling it life choices, choices. So one of the things that is shows in the studies is people with ADHD, often have lower education, not everybody, okay? But many people drop out of college, they don't make it through high school, they're, they're, they don't have the degrees and the basis that they need to have to get really good jobs. Exhibit A, I'm raising Exhibit my hand, a. you can't see my hand. Yeah. I straight up said I'm not going to college. I just, I couldn't make the decision about what to do, where I was going to go, which, which offer to take, I had lots of offers. This is what pissed off my guidance counselor, you know, because I had, I had offers, but I, what, who I really pissed off was my dad when I announced I'm not going to college, you know, yeah, because he wanted me to have a better life than, than, you right. know, and I just didn't do it. And to this day, I still wonder, you know, here's, you know what I've said before? I didn't know that I had ADHD. I would often say I would probably still be on a college campus somewhere with a new major because I'm just I'm <laughs> yeah. interested in everything. Like, how do you choose? Right. I just wanted to study all of it. You know, right. like, I was so fascinated with everything. So I just didn't do it. I started a business. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I and, know all of our paths are different, but that's true for right. Me. All Lower of our education. paths are different. I got my my bachelor's, but I never went and got my master's which would have made a big difference. And I was going to, and I just thought, no, I'll do that later. And later never came. Yeah. I still, I mean, three or four years ago, I, I was I was reconsidering and thinking, you know, I really would enjoy 
being an attorney. There are there are aspects of the law that I'm really well, you fascinated would have been by. a good attorney, except for the time tracking. Yeah, I would have needed to work in a in an environment that didn't require that. But but right. but, you know, getting a law license, passing the bar in most states in the United States requires an undergrad degree that I don't have. So starting from zero, and trying to get there was yeah. just too daunting. Options are options are reduced. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and I know a guy that went to law school at 40 and he's doing tremendously. I mean, just yeah. just a couple years out of law school, his earnings were way up and he was doing really well. Anyway, that choice is gone. That choice is gone. Okay, another thing that we do is frequently changing careers. True. I my our ADHD resumes, they say, we'll get it on one page. There is, even when I was 30, <laughs> there was no way. No, no way. Absolutely exactly. no way. Absolutely no way. What a joke. Yeah. 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 And so what happens when you change careers is you go back to go, you go back to start. Yeah. You generally are at the bottom rung. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, I'm doing this, 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 moving forward, getting raises, getting, and then, oh, I'm going to shift. And so you go back to start. Right. Right. Or if you're if you're a business owner like me, I didn't ever change careers. I just was like taking the business in some new direction all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. And I've parallel. done that <laughs> three times with my business before I stuck. So I pro- I spent, what, eight, ten years doing that with my business before I landed in the coaching. Yeah. Yeah. And I had just done that before you and I met. Well, I had spent 10 years designing a business that was exactly 180 degrees the wrong direction for me. Yeah. 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 And so that's the the next life choice that we were going to talk about, picking the wrong career. Ugh. Picking the one where you're waiting in your weaknesses, where you've got details, follow through, boring. That was my, out of, my business degree, my systems analyst stuff right out of college. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Fun I to study, my, terrible to work with. Well, it wasn't even fun to study. Oh, I'm sorry. Dad just said you need to be able to support yourself. Uh-huh. And I said, okay, so business it is. Oh, and I like the clothes. Um, that's a <laughs> hey, good reason valid, to get a degree. That's totally a good reason choice, to get Tina. a degree in business. I, <laughs> I mean, like the clothes. Often as good as any other rationale, dang it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but but actually doing the work of a systems analyst, I it was just so effing boring i i thought i was gonna my brain was gonna explode oh so bad i hate that so much for you glad you got out anyway yeah yeah Yeah. and then we oh let's quit and move out to the country and travel for you you know all this stuff and great sure let's do that well boom yeah that just wasn't anyway that's back to frequently changing careers however if you've got a job where you're focused on your weaknesses and you can't do it you're gonna struggle yeah. And, and and even like some of these life choices that we make are, are they're not even necessarily bad choices. Sometimes it's just no. the timing, right? Like there's that old story, three inches from treasure or whatever. I forget how it was. The guys were digging and they were looking for gold and they stopped and, and somebody else came behind them and they only dug another foot or three inches or whatever it was. Yeah. And they, there was a big, you know, and that's the thing. It's like sometimes if we just have the ability to stick with something a little longer, we or shift it a little bit yeah. instead of just throwing it totally away. Yeah. Yeah. The next one, actually, a life choice, which as again, I'm not judging these at all. The parent track, the mommy track, the daddy track. Um, I know when I was, when we were raising our daughter, I did not have the capacity to work at the level that would have helped me earn more 
and be the mom I wanted to be. Right. And this is a big part of the wage gap for anyone who becomes a parent. Right. And then I think with ADHD, there's that extra tax. It's just, it's piled on it. Yeah, because we don't go back to the same thing, you know, like like some people do. We go back well, to something and, completely different. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know? and especially, yeah. And it's just hard to, you know, it yeah. was just hard to find the little minutes to focus on work when Aja was napping or Aja doing, you know, whatever for me to move the business forward. It was the now, not now. Yeah. And it definitely ain't now. <laughs> right. 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 And, and she was much more entertaining than working. Of course she was. And how yeah. beautifully she turned out to. Yes. I've met Aja on Zoom and yeah. delight. Yes. yes. Anyway. Anyway. So life choices. Life choices. Got it. And you may have other ones, but I just want you to be aware of it. No shame, no blame. Just say, oh, okay, this is what's going on. Yeah, no. And and knowing that these are a factor gives us the ability to maybe proceed a little bit differently moving forward as we improve our other, you know, areas. Yeah. Of our lives. Okay, David. What else influences ADHD under earning tax? Personal systems and habits. Mm. There's the biggie. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Losing your job for lack of of performance, for being late, for whatever it is. I have a client who's an attorney, and she she was fired, you know, from a few law firms be, before she landed where she is now, and she's doing well now. Um, however, because of lack of performance, you know. Even as a business owner, I can tell you for many years, I would have to spend an extra percentage of my time dealing with the ramifications of my own messes, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it was just always something and, you know, and I didn't like to pawn those off on other people. So it reduced my ability to do the most valuable work in the business because I was off cleaning up a mess I made. Right. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cleaning up the messes. We waste time. We're distracted. We work on the shiny instead of the important. I can't tell you how many times I get an idea and I mention and and I get Meg started, my assistant started on it. And then three weeks later, it's like, oh, I'm not interested in that anymore. And she's just spent all this time when we could have actually been building something that was useful and and profitable. My team grew to really, really dislike me coming up with some shiny new thing to work on right yeah right and then now it's i were now what meg and i are working on is just because it falls out of my mouth doesn't mean we need to do it right right we got to give these ideas we got to let them age and that's what yeah. i got to as i just stopped mentioning them i just wrote them down and then yeah um would would stick to a, a course of action longer than i wanted to Right. <laughs> you know, right. Just, just because yeah. like, you know, just to prove yeah. I could, damn it. No. Anyway, sorry. Um, um, we focus on other people's stuff. Oh, God. And we don't have boundaries. Oh, yes. And, you know, we've talked about that. We've yeah. got a couple of modules on that. I believe modules, a couple episodes. of podcast yeah. episodes on that. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, we can't follow rules. So it's hard to stay employed. And I then just, no, I, go, my joke is that I'm unemployable, but I've actually been well, employed yeah, well, for I, a year now. So yeah, I, I guess I've proven well something wrong there. Yeah. Pro- well, but young, I often believed I was unemployable. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell 
I told the CEO what I thought of him, you know, and, and you don't do that. And I didn't know why you don't do that. But you do now. (laughs) (laughs) No, he just taught me that. I mean, I didn't feel like I was going to say the wrong. Well, I mean, who knows what I would say because I'm impulsive. But I mean, it was for me, it was more about just, you know, having to report to someone and stick to a course of action that I didn't agree with. Because most of the time I just figured people that I worked for were idiots. You know? Right. Or be there every single day at the same time for these hours. And who, you know, why should they get to control me? Yeah, what world, am I, a robot? Yeah, exactly. The world is a much better place for that now with remote work and with yeah. all these options we can do yeah. much better with employment today. But it, yes, it those is. things are awful. And then the other thing I see with clients is they jump into self-employment like you and I both did because sure. we thought, well, this is a better option. Not everybody's designed to be self-employed oh because gosh. you have to have structures, you have to have support, you have to have systems, the things that we can't build. Yeah. And and we stick with the idea of self-employment probably some of us longer than we ought to. Yeah. Right. And we fight we and we're fighting for something that really just isn't a good fit for us. And you know, I actually found a coping mechanism for to just to, to help stay on task with stuff and be committed to things and that was to partner with people. Mm-hmm. And that works. But what it also does is if I were if I were somehow not me and could just stick to something without needing someone else to show up and be there and you know count on me or whatever, I could own a hundred percent of that instead of a, you know a third of it or what you know what I mean like like there yeah. that's that yeah. becomes part of the thing and some of the things that I've done just never really earned that much money so it was a it was a small percentage of a small pie <laughs> right you know right. Right. That's bad. That's also, but that's yeah. part of the deal. That's what happens sometimes. That's part of the deal. Yeah. Another personal system or habit thing that we struggle with that cause, causes the um, under-earning ADHD tax is we can work more slowly. Mm. Now, this isn't always. I mean, when we're hyper-focused and on fire, we can just bang out work material like more than anybody else. However, we got to have the flame lit. You know, it's got to be right and so things like I finishing a PhD, I've worked with people to do that, and they're you know, it's taking them forever. Building a website, you know, the things that would be boost their income, just take them a lot longer to do than it takes other people. God, that was the thing with going back to school. Even if like I, I found a program, they'll do life experience credits. There are ways to accelerate. The undergrad was still they they gave me a timeline, and I just looked at it and I went, okay, so <laughs> that's for a normal person. <laughs> yeah okay, you know yeah 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 okay and then one of the personal systems habits that's a, that i've worked with i don't know how many people <laughs> over the years is time tracking if you're in a job where you need to track your time you need to do charting for your patients or clients or notes or whatever it is an absolute hell and it causes all kinds of snarls and i believe we have talked about that we've we've abused that one pretty well yeah because i i'm also exhibit a for that one too so yikes personal systems and habits yeah those those sound familiar so along with that and life choices what else influences adhd under earning the emotional side of things you had to go there didn't you dana i know the fraud (laughs) factor oh gosh yeah they're gonna they're gonna realize i don't know what i'm doing 
It's, so it's, I mean, that was as self-employed for my business now as a coach. That was what kept me working one-on-one. And I didn't really start to make more money until I started the Success Club, the group program. Yeah. And then you could offer it to more people and still be more profitable right. at the same. So right. I think that the imposter syndrome, right? The fraud factor is, mm-hmm. is part of it. I also think the opposite is true, Dana. The Dunning-Kruger effect where someone assumes that they're an expert and thinks that they're an expert, but they don't know that there's a lot they don't know. And so I think like yeah. we can flip on the other side of this and become overly confident and just launch out into something only to find out that actually we really are a fraud <laughs> you know, right. later. But but right. but we can be heading in a direction because we don't recognize, we enter some new field or some new sphere and we don't recognize because because we just aren't familiar with it, right? So we, we think, wow, I know more than all these people. Right. So it's kind of, you yeah. know, it's there are two sides to that same coin, honestly. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point, David. Thank you. Um, perfectionism. Hmm takes too much time to get stuff done you just you wallow in trying to make it perfect and so that just snowballs into the underperformance you know getting in trouble losing jobs wasting time perfectionism is it it influences all of them it so does i read the biography of leonardo da vinci and you know he oh, teach you. F- felt like at the end of his life he considered himself a complete failure yeah. Because he carried around, there was one painting he carried around for 30 years and never finished. He literally moved it with him everywhere he went and, and, and just never finished it. And he had so many unfinished projects at the end of his life. Now, of course, we think of him now as this great genius, but but that's not how he viewed himself at all. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was this, just perfectionism. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other emotional thing, mm. hyper, the hypersensitivity, the rejection sensitive dysphobia dysphoria thank you dysphobia i almost made up another new word dysphoria i like dysphobias i don't know i like dysphobia i don't know what what it means so we'll define it okay Um, when you're when you're when you're when you don't have fear (laughs) yeah i I quit a job when i was in college i quit a job that was paying me nicely because because I did something wrong and I got in trouble and and not in bad trouble would I quit. You're just like, I can never show my face here again. Bye. Right. Oh, my God. I'm horrible. I'm rejected. Bye. Wow. It took me a long time to realize that most people are not thinking about me negatively because they're really just not thinking about me at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think about you all the time, David. Oh, that's so nice. And I also just am inclined to apologize. (laughs) Like, God, I'm so sorry. You don't have anything better to think about. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's true, though. So the emotional side, so many emotions. And then, but that can leave, those things can lead us to not qualify for promotions or better, better pay. They can lead us to avoid seeking out a raise or a different mm-hmm. position because we're afraid and we're we're sensitive to rejection. I don't deserve it. Yeah. They'll they'll know. They'll know I'm a fraud. Yeah, okay. so true. The emotional side yeah. is, is 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 the struggle is real. So dearest listeners, what do you do about all of this? Instead of, you know, just sitting there 
depressed and thinking, oh my God, I haven't a ch- chance, is if this isn't a problem for you, celebrate that. Yay. Yeah, true. Yeah. If, hey, if this is not a problem for you, we'd like to hear what you do for a living. <laughs> no. <laughs> Seriously, though. But like, you know, why isn't it a problem? That would be cool to know. Because maybe yeah. it just doesn't affect these things don't affect you in the same way. But Or maybe you just lucked into something, which would be yeah. great, too. Yeah. And then if it does pick a place to start think about this all where do I, where can i start you know maybe the life choices it's too late to do something about now but but where are your boundaries weak where are you not have the skills the habits the thing you're finding chasing shiny instead you know what do you need to do to build the personal systems the habits what do you need to do to to work on the f- emotional side that's blocking you and think about, you know, what's one small thing I can start to do and and move forward on it. And can I just say, Dana, you know, if if you're listening to this and you are under earning, be encouraged. Okay, it's not you. Right? You know, you yeah, sure, you had life choices that you made, and yes, you have these personal systems and habits, and yes, the emotional side of all of this affects you. But this is something that you, it's not your fault. You know, this is something that comes with your brain chemistry and it's, it's a, it's a side of it. Like you said earlier, the underbelly or whatever, it's a side of it, but maybe just be encouraged a little bit. You're not alone. You're not the only one, all of, not all of us, but many of us with ADHD have some similar, you know, situation going on. Right. And, and there's hope. I appreciate you sharing Dana that, you know, I, as, as much as you say, you're not special, I think you're very special, but you're, Mm -hmm. the point you were making is that like. Anyone with ADHD, if they'll, if they'll work on the stuff and, and, and figure, you know, some of these things out, you can get there, right? Right. Yeah, exactly, David. Exactly. If only there were, you know, an easy button for it, though. There isn't an easy button, and that means it takes some grit. It takes picking the small thing and figuring out what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, how you're going to repeat it, even when it's hard to do, even when it's boring. And that's a skill that if we've got ADHD, we've got to develop that skill. Because knowing about this and not making the life changes to help you have the life you choose to have, whether it's earning enough money or whether it's to have an organized home or a calmer, happier family life, whatever, not doing that, then it's on you. Yeah, and you don't want to wake up one day. And feel the regret that comes with knowing that you you did know and you could have done something. But yep. rather than guilt trip on this, Dana, I also will say this is one, one thing I learned years ago from someone who had come out of tremendous personal debt. And it took them a long time to, to reverse it. And they're doing well now financially. But one of the things they said was, you know, there were days when creditors were calling and I wanted to talk to them and I wanted to make things right and whatever, but I just couldn't that day. Right. And, and you know what he said was that in some cases, it was months or even years later before he dealt with it. But it was like, you know, now I feel like I can. And so, and so you know, if, if today isn't that day where you feel like you can just buckle down and make changes in your life that are going to lead to earning better, don't, don't feel bad about that. But, but just, I want you to shift, though. Yeah, don't feel bad about it, but shift to what can I do? Exactly. So maybe I can't talk to the creditors today, but maybe I can 
you know, I don't know. Work on my income, right? I mean, in that in the case of paying, yeah. paying down debt, right? And that was what he did. He's, he's like, he just focused on the things that he could actually handle. And, yeah. and, and, the, and that's going to be different for all of us, right? So maybe right. we can't handle fixing all the life choices right now, but maybe we can work on, you know, imposter syndrome. What can we do? Right. Yeah. What can, what can I do? Oh, exactly. I can learn to be on time, you know, what, yeah. or whatever it is. I can learn to avoid the, dis, the shiny stuff more. Yeah. So what can you do? That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Okay, David. And look at the time. I know it went quickly. So listeners... Dear listener, this is episode 77. We want to hear from you. What what stood out to you today? What questions do you have? What comments? You can find it on the web at kicksomeadhd.com slash 077. And of course, we want to hear from you on social. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at kicksomeadhd. Just search for that. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks. Have a great week, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com. ADHD.com.